Hey guys, thank you for joining us. My name is Candy and I'm with Candy in the Neighborhood and this is Pastor Mario Gomez. Thank you for joining us today. We're gonna to be talking about vicious cycles. I know you're probably like, what the heck? But this is an awesome type of, uh, awesome topic because sometimes we find ourselves in vicious cycles and we don't even know that we're in them. So um, if you've never joined us before, please let us know where you're watching from. Please put city and state in the comments where you're watching us. So we are actually Facebook Live and we are um, also recording on our podcast. So if you miss it, you can replay on Facebook or you can go to um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Anchor to hear the podcast. So thank you for joining us. Like I said, today we are going to be talking about vicious cycles. Sometimes we don't even know that we're in a vicious cycle. So just listen today, see if you um, can relate to this and see if you're practicing any of these vicious cycles. So what are vicious cycles? Well, a cycle is a series of events that you regularly repeat. So a cycle is something that you constantly do, you regularly do, you're repeating it all the time. Vicious means that it's not good for you. So we have some cycles, some practices that are good that right. we regularly repeat. Like there's people that eat healthy regularly. That's not a vicious cycle, that's a good cycle. People that pray, that, that are in devotion with God, that spend time with God, they have those type of cycles. Those are good cycles. But the cycles that we're talking about today are vicious cycles. These are the ones that get in the way of our relationship with God. These are the um, ones that get in the way of us being free. Right. So um, when we're stuck in a cycle, a vicious cycle, um, we become enslaved to whatever it is that we are um, repeatedly doing. We're enslaved to that thing. We're a prisoner to something or someone. Yeah, it could be either a relationship, uh, financial difficulties, bad thoughts, um, you know, bad way of thinking, bad behaviors. So these vicious cycles could hit you in in any of these ways. Yeah, and so when he was talking about bad thoughts, bad thoughts is like number one. You have yeah. to look at the way you think. The Bible says, what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What a man thinketh. So we are a product of who we think we are. Right. That's why bad thinking is like number one. Right. So when you, um, if you have like, uh, you're a pessimistic person or you have stinky thinking, you're constantly saying, oh, well, what's next? What's next yeah. going to happen to negative me? Negative person. You're just a negative. Debbie Downer. Yeah, Debbie Downer. <laughs> negative way of thinking. Right. Dude, that's really bad. That's a vicious cycle. Right. And so that doesn't bring any anything good to you. It doesn't bring you freedom. It doesn't be, bring you even good thoughts. It brings you bad thoughts and enslaves you into those bad thoughts. So also another thing with, he was talking about the relationships and financial freedom. We could get stuck in those cycles. The same type of relationship, different right. person, but the same type of relationship. Why? Because right. I, I just hear it on Facebook the other day. All men are dogs. I've heard all women are manipulators. All men, all women are not loyal. Dudes putting that on. Well, guess what? The men and the women that you keep on dating, the <laughs> ones that you keep on attracting, yeah. are probably like dogs. They act like dogs. They're not loyal. They manipulate you. They lie and cheat because you're attracted to that. And 
you may not know that you're in that vicious cycle of choosing this type of person. So what needs to change is the way you see things, the way you think, because you're going to keep on choosing that type of person until you're healed, until your mind is healed, until you see differently. A lot of women out there, let me let you know, women, what I figured out. There's really good guys out there, really good guys. But what happens is we friend zone them. We friend zone them. We're not attracted like that to them, but they're really good guys. So what happens? We go after the bad dude and we friend zone the good guy. And then we're all like, oh my God, guys are pigs, guys are dogs. Why? Because we friend zoned the one that's really a good guy, a, a guy that's after God's heart, a godly man. And we go after that roughneck guy. So there could be situations like that. So there's a lot of ways that we can be stuck in a cycle. And being stuck in a, sli- a cycle is being enslaved to something. Yeah. And so Pastor Mario is going to talk to us about scripture right now. Yeah, so the scripture to help us out with this um, topic today of vicious cycles is Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. And this one, I want to read it for you guys. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. We understand that hearing God's word, man, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer to the way we think, yeah. how we act. Um, I, I mean, just in everything. And so I, I want to read the scripture to you. It says, for though we live in a world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So there might be strongholds. We're talking about these vicious cycles. There might be strongholds in your life. And a way to demolish these is through the word of God, through his awesome love. We're going to continue on. Verse 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make Mm. it obedient to Christ. Some of us have stinking thinking. We'll continue on. We'll go to 6, but we'll continue on. Some of us have uh, stinking thinking where... Um, our thought, we, we don't captivate our thought. We allow our thought to mess with us. And let me yeah. prove it to you. When somebody says something negative about you, a lot of times we'll let it marinate or resonate. And we'll go to bed thinking about that. We'll wake yeah. up thinking about these things, either what was said about us, the negative thing. Um, and it's just like if you're a child and you were told that, oh, all you are is this or that or this or the other, that's all you'll ever, those things have been uh, uh, spoken over you. And we know that words are so powerful. So tonight, yeah. can we allow ourselves to captivate our own thought using the word of God to set us up for freedom, joy, peace, all the awesome fruit. So we're going to go on in verse 6. It says, yes. and, we, and, and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once our obedience is complete. Mm-hmm. Some of us get into these vicious cycles because of disobedience. Yeah. You're right there. It's like, like let's say um, you're used to, I've met people because I was like this as well. I was used to just... Um, just not making it. Things mm-hmm. almost going my way, but then I just miss it. Yeah. And if you're used to that, that the glass is half, dem- 
half empty instead of half full if you're used to this kind of thought that's what you're going to receive because you're going off of facts well my life in the last year in the last five years by facts this is what my life has consisted of instead of the word of god says that um we our, our our steps are guided they're guided by god yes so when our steps are guided by God, that means that He has us. He has yes. our way, our path. But it's in our disobedience and our stinking thinking that sometimes we want to go another route. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to go to, you know, that back to that bad relationship yes. or that bad yes. stinking thinking. Why? Because you were comfortable there. That's all you knew. And now God's like saying, hey, I have something new for you. It says new every morning. He has something new for us. And and unfortunately, we're just used to the same old vicious cycle. So we want to use that. If you could check out that verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6. Can we tonight allow God and ourselves to capture those stinking thoughts? Yeah. Why is it easy for some of us to champion people that we don't even know, to love on them, care for them, but we can't speak good things into our own life? Mm-mm. We can't speak about the awesomeness and what God has done for us. Yes. And, it, and dude, I found myself there plenty of times where I could champion people day in and day out, speak life into them, champion to them to their dreams. But what did I think about myself? Yeah. The Word of God says that we are... Um, what we believe in, who we think we are, mm-hmm. that's who we're going to be. That's and true. I'd rather believe that, hey, God has me. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens Amen. me. And whether or not I've, you know, I, I've made bad decisions, he wants us to get on a cycle yes. of blessings. Yes. Of blessings. And so later yes. on, we're going to go over three ways, three different things that Candy's going to take. Number one, yeah. we're going to go through three different things on how to be in a cycle of blessing. Because yeah. some of us have been in cycles of stinking thinking, of, of horrible, vicious cycles. Yeah. And we want to find freedom. We want you to find freedom tonight. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to hit up on this before I go into number one. So we're going to be talking about three ways, three ways you can break the vicious cycle. But he talked about you might go go back. I want you guys to think about this because look, we're not just here just randomly. Uh, we just want you guys to want to talk to you guys. We want you to be free. You see the yeah. children of the of Israel came out of Egypt. God freed them from slavery. They were in slavery for 400 years. Slavery, getting beat, yeah. whooped, like they were not in a good place. God sends Moses to free them. They're in the wilderness. God is feeding them out in the wilderness. And they start complaining and murmuring. They start murmuring and complaining. The vicious cycle is starting. They don't see their blessings. You see, God had promised them a land full of milk and honey. That means a blessed, a blessed place. Right. A place that you need nothing. You see, sometimes we have blessings that are right around the corner. But me and you and all humanity don't see that we're in a vicious cycle sometimes. And so what happens is we miss the blessing, dude. We miss the blessing. So I hope you are hearing with ears, spiritual ears. 
Jesus said, those who have ears, let them hear. He's talking about a spiritual ear. Because if you hear this today, chains will be broken. Bondages will be broken. Right. Wherever you are enslaved will be broken off of you in the name of Jesus. So there's freedom today that you can get out of here. We're not just here just trying. We're, we're even sick. He's sick and he got me sick. My throat is already itching and hurting. So yeah. we're not just here just to just let's talk on Facebook. We could be, I could be asleep taking some Tylenol. I'm here because I want you guys to be free. We found the answer. So these right. three, these three ways we're going to tell you can get you to the land of milk and honey, could get you to the blessing. And the problem is, is when we're coming out of our old stuff, our old way of thinking, what happens is sometimes we still got sand in our shoes from mm -hmm. Egypt. We got sand in our shoes. And if you know sand, if you've ever had anything in your shoe, it messes with your walk. It messes with your thought. It's so, it messes with you. It could be the smallest little, little pebble. pebble and it'll mess with your walk. So why wouldn't you think the the little pebble or the sand or the old stuff in your life wouldn't mess yes. with your blessing that God is trying to give you in yeah. this new life? I mean, you you want to bring old stuff into a new yes, life. Yes. And that stuff is old, old. and passed away. Yes. God has something new and amazing for you. Yes. I don't care how old you are. Candy's 52. I'm 42. There's still blessings. I'm just kidding. She's 42 too. Anyways. He's but God has something much. crazy awesome yeah. for you guys. And uh, And I tell you what. If we could put away the excuses, because yes. we all got good excuses. Oh. I have amazing mm -hmm. excuses mm -hmm. why I don't do what I do. Yes. You know? But if we could captivate, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3 through 6, if we could allow God to help us captivate our stinking thinking and say, no, I know God has something better for me. He has that person out there for me. He has that job for yes. me. He has that house for me. Yes. I'm going to get off these pills. God's going to save yes. my family. Yes. The addiction's going to be gone. Yes. In Jesus name. New things through yes. Christ. Yes. So we're not talking about religion. We're talking about a relationship, relationship. with the true God a lot of people say, I need to get back to church. Yes, church is a good place, but you need to get back to God. Jesus. You need to get back to the creator and the, the creator of all things. And yes. he can create a new thing in you. Yes. So Let let's go continue. of the old things. Yeah. Because you sometimes deceive yourself and think it was good back there. See, the children of Israel said, hey, when we were in Egypt, we ate fish. It was good. <laughs> you yeah. guys didn't remember your beatings? Sometimes yeah. you were in an abusive relationship. Well, we had good times. <laughs> we were good. But you forgot yeah. when he slapped you up for right. doing nothing and you blamed yourself. You forget the abuse right. that you were in, the right. bad situation, the bad job. And you want to go back and say, oh, it wasn't that bad. But God wants to free us from that. God wants us to be in a land of milk and honey. And you can choose to be like those that got to the promised land or those who God let die off. Right. There are people that did not get, those children of Israel that did not get to the promised land. Uh, a journey that was supposed to be 11 days took 40 years just so they can die out. So your unbelief can mess with you yeah. from getting your blessings. Your so actions. Like, your yeah. actions could mess so with you from getting your blessings. So let's talk about the three ways you can break down the vicious cycle. So number one, you first have to recognize that you're in a vicious cycle. Recognize. Recognize. Nice. 
self-awareness, yeah. self-evaluation. You are definitely going to have to look in the mirror. Mm. Now, look, you don't have to tell everybody your business, but this got to be between you and God. Look, you want to be free? You have to go before him. Not before everybody. We do have to confess our sins to somebody that that you um, really trust. Yeah. Don't go tell everybody your business because not everybody that says they're for you are for you. So really evaluate yourself. Take those blinders off. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 4.16, in the NLT version, keep a close watch on how you live and how you're teaching Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. So it's saying like, be careful what you're doing. Watch yourself. Look at yourself. Evaluate yourself and see what you're teaching. Right. For what? He's saying for the sake of your own salvation. Dude, this vicious cycle can entangle you to even going to hell. This is reality. Nobody wants to preach hell these days. But the reality is that people are going to go to hell. So I wouldn't want my vicious cycle to take me to hell. I want to look at it. Lord, examine me. Lord, create in me a clean heart that I may not sin against you, Lord. Look at me, Lord. What is it, Father? Open up my eyes to those things. He's saying, open your eyes. Look closely. And in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, it says, in the ERV version, it says, look closely at yourself. Test yourself to see if you are living in the faith. Oh, my God, right here. Look closely at yourself and then test yourself to even see if you're really living in the faith. Don't you realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Of course, if you fail the test, he is not in you. Not everybody who says, Lord, Lord. See, Jesus has to be in you. Man, I mean, a lot of times we think that our sin and our vicious cycle, our vicious cycle can get us to hell because we reject God. We reject the gospel. We actually say to freedom, no, no. With our actions, we are saying, no, God, we don't want you. We don't want freedom. We like to be in our cycle we like our sin the actions are saying that i know deep down inside you're saying help but god has his hand out trying to help you and you won't give him you won't give him your hand he wants to pull you out of any vicious cycle and you see jesus is the one that brings freedom so you have to recognize first that you're in a vicious cycle that you need freedom all right number two Number two is take captive every thought and make it come under the authority of Christ. Yes. Now, this could be a very, this could be difficult because a lot of us have been thinking we have been right for years. Mm -hmm. We think what we were brought up with is right. Yeah. And when you, that's why it's important that we study scripture, we live out scripture, because that is the basis and the foundation that our faith stands on with Jesus, with, with him being the chief, the chief cornerstone. 
So this is why, this is why, and, and I remember uh, there was a question people had asked, why is it that there's so many different denominations in Christianity? And we're not going to get into that. But the reason why I bring this up is this, is because of thought. People have different thought and what they believe in and how they believe it. Yeah. But it's no difference than any other major religion in the world. Let's get back to it. Because of our thought, it could take us to places that we don't need to be. Yes. It could also take us to places back into a vicious cycle, outside of a vicious cycle, only if we could captivate our thought and say, Lord, I need help with this. Yeah. I need help with my secret thing. I need help with who I believe that I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe who you are, if you believe that you're a loser, that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna be. If yes. you're gonna if you're gonna believe that, man, I just almost make it, but I never get there, that's what you'll be. Hey, with <laughs> DJ Nocturno in the yeah. house. Yeah, we want to say what's hey, up to DJ Lino. Nocturno. Lino, God bless you. God Thanks bless for showing Thanks for showing up. Yeah. Hey, but we, we just wanted okay. to say Thank we wanted guys. to say that it's captivating your thought, and this was very difficult. Man, anxiety within the church and outside of the church is on an uprise. Mm-hmm. Anxiety. Yes. And it's because that we cannot captivate our thought mm-hmm. and keep it under the authority of Christ. Our yes. mind just goes and goes and goes and goes. Like I said earlier, you wake up to the problem throughout the day you're dealing with the problem and you go to bed with the same problem. Why is there not freedom? Why is there not freedom? Why are we going to church? We go out there we're praising God we worship God but to go back and be enslaved you know what T.D. Jakes he was saying to preaching that the church is is like full full with people on prescription drugs they're high as a kite in church you know praising God it's like why are you not free I'm not saying that all drugs I'm not saying all prescription drugs are bad but there is a lot of people that are abusing prescription drugs and they they are like they look at somebody else oh my god well they use drugs but you don't say nothing about all those anti-anxieties that you're on it's the same thing we have to look at why am I enslaved to these things a lot of it's, it, it's, it's a spiritual problem. It, it definitely it's is a spiritual, a spiritual problem. problem. We are battling. And this is the thing is, I don't want to demonize everything. The awesome part about our Heavenly Father is he gave you free will to choose, to pick and choose whether you want to believe in him or not. Yes. So first of all, the choices that we make, there are actual consequences for them. And this is why some of us continue to be in these vicious cycles because of what we choose. Now, there's another part of it where we understand that the spiritual is even as real as me and Candy are sitting here. So, yeah, there are principalities. There's spirits out there that try and mess with you. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it has to do with you because God has given us the power to believe in him that we can do all things through Christ that strength. Strengthens us. Anything is possible through Him. Yeah. And so, if we could captivate those thoughts, I remember there was a time in my life that I was going through anxiety. And yeah, I was a pastor. Oh my God, can you believe that? Dude, I was a pastor. That's and, real though. And I was, Sometimes I was, they can't even, a pastor can't even um, be, real be real with that yeah. and say that because yeah. everybody will try and stone him because yeah. he's human. Yeah, I was, I, I was actually a lead pastor. I was going through anxiety and I had no clue 
what was going on. People wanted to put on, oh, well, maybe it's because, you know, you have sin in your life. Mm -hmm. No, if you look at Job. That's the first thing they go to. That's what religious people want to do to you. They want to be like, oh, it's because you have sin in your life. This is why you're sick, why you got a cold, some other mumbo jumbo stuff. Until it happens to them, then it's (laughs) another thing and they got grace. You know, it's just not cool. So we want to take away that stinking thinking. Mm -hmm. And how we do this is we go before the Lord and we ask him and I, I like this. Uh, I heard this. It was. It's talking about, and I, I've talked to you guys about it on the show. The spiritual breathing. I'm not talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about spiritual breathing, where throughout the week we are inhaling the word of God. Yes. Because it's alive and true. Oh yes. And yes. then we exhale, we confess, yes. and we repent, and we turn away from those things yeah. and this spiritual healing man and it's it's a daily thing yes. it's a daily thing to put on that helmet of salvation and know that i belong to a heavenly mm-hmm. father that angel mendoza you belong to a heavenly father that lionel you belong, you belong to, to a heavenly, heavenly father. father faith maria maria you belong, you belong to, to a heavenly father. father and he has a purpose in your life yes. and because of our stinking thinking sometimes we can't get there we are mm-hmm. not talking about a self salvation issue you are saved by grace we are talking about having an awesome life in christ to to live life in freedom to live life to say hey god has me yes he loves me yeah he's for me yeah he's He's for me he's not this distant god that's out there just waiting for you to jack up lionel he loves, he loves you. you just as much as he you love your kids. He, he loves, loves you, you even more. He sends his only son to die on the cross for us knuckleheads yes. who have stinking thinking, who we don't deserve it. And it says in scripture that he loved us before we loved him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? And it says that whosoever believeth, that's whosoever, whosoever. believeth into him shall, shall not perish, perish, but have everlasting yes, life. Yes. So why do we have this stinking thinking that God's not for me? He's quiet. He's yeah. not listening to me. Why well, can't hear him? Do I'm telling you, open up the word of God. Open up your Bible. He. That's where the answers are yes. at. He. It's the only. The only book. That the author is there with you at all times. Yes. And how comforting is that? So number three, we're going to get into number three. Confess and repent and turn away from our vicious cycles. Go for it, Candy. So these vicious cycles, they enslave us. They entrap us. And like he said, we're not talking about salvation issue because we're calling on God all the time. But sometimes we don't see that we are entrapped. We are enslaved to things. Now, I said earlier that the vicious cycle can entrap you and pull you to, to hell. Remember that. You know, we don't believe the one save, always save. You, it could pull you, but we're not talking about that today. That means you are far gone. And guess what? Even when you're far gone, you can come back. And I'm going to talk to you guys about that because in the prodigal son, oh yeah. my God, the prodigal son, the lost son, that is the best story to talk about. A vicious cycle. You want to talk about a vicious cycle? Yeah. He was stuck in a cycle. It had to start with the thought before he went out. See, the lost son came and asked his father for all his inheritance. Give me my blessings. Give me my blessings. And he goes out. And it says that he goes out and spends it. Like, it's like if you would ask your your father for his inheritance. And you would go to Las Vegas. And you would just gamble it up and spend it on prostitutes. The Bible says he spent it on prostitutes. 
Yeah. And he found himself with no money, no cash, nothing. He was done. And it says that that he even got to a point where he was with the, in a pig's pen. And the food looked good. And the food looked good. He must have been real hungry. He was hungry because the, hungry. the pig's pen, the pig's pen is nasty, stinky. Uh, if anybody's been in a pig's pen or even close, you can't even stand the smell. But he's in there and he's looking at the pig's food and it's appetizing to him. That's what happens sometimes when we're on our vicious cycle and don't understand who we are in Christ. That God has called us to these blessings to... You can't even believe what God has called you to, but we settle. And so it says in the Bible that the prodigal son came to himself. He came to his senses. That's what we all need to do. We need to recognize that we were in a vicious cycle. We need to recognize the lies that we have believed to be true. And he came to himself and he said, he had, oh my God, what am I doing here? Even the servants in my father's house eat better than this. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to my father. So what he did, he recognized he was in that vicious cycle. And then he left. He left. He had to turn away and go back to the father. It says when he went back to the father, he says, Father, I have sinned against you and heaven. That's repentance. We need to come to repentance. We need to recognize. We need to repent. And we need to leave what we thought was good. We need to leave Las Vegas. There ain't nothing good in Las Vegas. There ain't nothing good in Las Vegas. (laughs) But people. But people. But it's not nothing good. Anybody that's in their 40s that maybe that I'm talking about people that didn't grow up in church like me. You know, in your 20s, you're 21. You are like, woo, let's go to Vegas. You go to Vegas. Right now at 42, I'm like. That was nothing. When I'm praising Jesus and filled with the Spirit, that's like, woo, that's for real. But you see, you don't know that, so you think that that's good. And he left it. You have to leave what you thought was good. This is the reason why the children of Israel could not enter the promised land. Because they thought what they left was good. And, let, and and so they rejected the blessing. Yeah, and let, let me just add on in there. There's there's people that are trying to come back to Jesus. They're trying to come back to the church. Guys, could we love them? Could we yeah. could we not be like the other brother? The other brother was like, man, he threw his other brother. Yeah. He didn't even want to go to the barbecue. He didn't want to go to the party because yeah, the way mad. he came, the way his brother came to Jesus, he didn't want to go. He had an attitude with the dead. He was like, man, he spent all the money on hose. He did this. He did that. He threw his brother, little brother under the bus. And there are people that are trying to come to our churches and we give them a hard time. We yes. give them a hard time you to come, come back. You can't come in, clean up, yeah, or you, prove yourself. Yeah. Prove yourself to who? If God, it says that the master, the father, he was yeah. like looking at him from afar and he runs to him. And he tells him, Father, I've sinned against you in heaven. 
And he says, put the robe on him, the finest yeah. robe. Put the ring on him. Put some sandals on my boy's feet and kill, kill the fattened calf because we're about to celebrate. We're about to party up in here because my son was dead and now he's alive. My son was lost, but now he is found. Right. And that's what we need to do. We need to throw a party when somebody comes from the club and comes to church because right. you know what's going to happen? A spiritual awakening. You can't wake them up. You can't do anything to wake yeah. them up. They have to come to their senses. They have to come to self-awareness. You can preach to them until you're blue in the face. It has to come from them. But guess what? We're going to have open arms for you, brother and sister, because we're happy. Guess what? When one sinner repents, it says that angels, the angels, they throw a party. They are yeah. happy. So we are too. When somebody repents and comes to freedom, because Christ is freedom, Jesus is freedom. It says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Right. So, oh my God. So, we, you know, we just wanted to put this together. Yeah, we wanted to put this together for you guys. The three different ways, Mm. um, you know, is... It's just... Man, it just it messes with me when I see that people are trying to come to the foot of the cross and us religious people... Make it difficult for them. Uh, let's please not do that. You know, you, I mean, they, they're they trying to get into the party, and, man, you, you're just messing with them. Can, can we champion them? Can we be like, no, come. Come and hang out. Yes. Dude, if I see you next Sunday, I'm going to take you out to lunch. Yes. I, I remember when I was out there doing my dirt, man, because I am the prodigal son. I remember when I was out there, man, I wish that somebody came alongside me and said, hey, Mario, come and hang out, man. Afterwards, we'll go. We'll go get something to drink. And I'm talking about a good beverage. You know, hey, come and hang out. Instead of, oh, that's Pastor Mark. That's Pastor Noe's son, man. He's, man, he's a prodigal son. He he went out. He's wasted. Prodigal means wasteful. He was wasteful. Yeah, there was times where I was wasteful. But now I can say mm-hmm. I came back to the Father and he put on the ring. Yeah. He put on the clothes. He welcomed me back in. Mm. He threw an amazing party and said, hey, you're welcome back, son. Yes. Welcome back. And can we be the brother and sister that party alongside you guys and yeah. say welcome back. Yes. Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the amazing God cycle, yes. blessing cycle that yes. God has for you. We are not sharing religion. We are sharing relationship with the true living God. Mm-hmm. So we love you guys. If you guys have any questions, today's question and answer or uh, question time. If you guys got any questions, yeah. hit us up. We'd love to uh, uh answer them or and you could also private messages i know that we get private messages so this is a time for you know if you guys have any questions yeah and we thank you for always joining us we thank you on the podcast on the podcast we're finishing up thank you god bless you